FDNY Smart Podcast is brought to you by the FDNY Foundation and its partners to educate kids about fire and life safety in New York City and beyond. Learn more about our mission and how you can help support New York's bravest at fdnyfoundation.org smart. Okay, everyone, are you ready? One, two, three. Be, Be FDNY smart. EMT Sarah McShane, and this is the FDNY Smart Podcast. With help from our student host, Chloe. Welcome, everyone. We're bringing you our FDNY podcast that focuses on fire and life safety for kids. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's roll out and discover what life safety questions New York City kids have for us. Today we are going to talk about some common causes of burn injuries and how to avoid them. All around the Big Apple we have FDNY smart kids asking smart questions. And in each episode we want to answer your questions and help keep our communities safe. I'll ask the first question. In BTW, I'm Chloe, a third grader from Brooklyn. Where in my home is somebody most likely to be burned? Hi, my name is Eric. I'm a second grader from Brooklyn. What's the best way to treat a burn? I'm now a fourth grader from Brooklyn. What precautions can my family and I take to avoid burns in the home? Thank you so much for the questions, kids. Let's start off with Chloe's question. The most likely place to be burned is in your kitchen. Stoves, microwaves, and other kitchen appliances produce heat and have the potential to scald you or others if they are not used properly or safely. Young kids are especially at risk, Chloe. Little kids love to be near the action. They sure do. A great rule to remind adults using a kitchen stove is to turn all handles towards the back of the stove so little ones can't reach up and accidentally tip over pots or pans. And when possible, pots should be placed on the back burners to make sure they are definitely out of reach. Home cooking, including boiling liquids, frying foods, or slow cooking, while often delicious and nutritious, need to be done carefully and under proper supervision. It's also important to establish a no-kids zone in the kitchen. It's never safe to play in the traffic path between the stove and the sink. Kids should also remain three three feet away from the stove at all times. I bet taking those steps also helps to avoid cooking fires. That's right, Chloe. And it doesn't hurt to help remind adults, too. Tell them whether they are simmering, boiling, frying, or melting. They should remain at the stove. Stand by your pan. I like that. Exactly. It's catchy, right? They should also use dry oven mitts and pot holders when handling hot items. Dry oven mitts. Got it. And now for more on burns, here is EMT Elvis Velez from the FDNY Community Affairs Unit. Hi, Sarah and Chloe. Yes, burns are most likely to happen in the kitchen, but precautions should also be taken in the bathroom. Even things like liquid and steam can cause serious burns. According to the American Burn Association, 
Approximately every minute, someone in the United States sustains a burn serious enough to require treatment. Worse, each day, more than 300 children are seen in emergency rooms after being scalded. Families should always follow safe cooking practices. Be careful in the bathroom, and to remember, fire is not a toy. Never play with matches or lighters. That's absolutely right. Fire is not a toy. Thank you, EMT Velez. Now let's join Sarah with Chief Bonsignor at the EMS Academy in Queens. Clear, clear, everybody clear. Welcome to the FDNY EMS Academy. This is where New York City's EMTs and paramedics train every single day to ensure they are ready to respond to any medical emergency when needed. Today, I'm here with Chief of the EMS Academy, Chief Lillian Bonsignor. Chief, we have a student who asked, What's the best way to treat a burn? That's a great question. If your clothes are on fire, it's important to remember stop, drop, and roll. But if we're just talking about a burn, first thing you want to do is make the burning stop. And we do that by putting cool, not cold water, but cool water onto the burn until the pain subsides or starts to go away. Also remember that burns can swell very quickly. So if you have any rings on or any jewelry that is tight, you should take that off immediately. And never use any home remedies like butter or toothpaste on a burn. Now, what signs would indicate the burn is a bad one and needs additional care? There are certain things you can look for. One would be bubbling of the skin. If you see any kind of water bubbles popping up, that's pretty bad. And you look for also some redness or even some black charring or something that looks like leather. That would indicate a bad burn. And be sure if you see those to wrap that burn in a clean, dry bandage. Now, when is it serious enough to consider calling 911? Well, like we talked about, if you start to see those bubbles or that leathery black charred look, those things are serious burns, but we definitely want you to call 911 if the burn covers a large area or if it looks very deep. Also call 911 if it involves sensitive areas like your hands, your feet, or if the person is very young or the elderly. That's some important information. Any last tips? Just remember that you have to stay calm, be prepared, and know what to do. Keep your head about you, and remember that prevention is always the best treatment. This is all great information. Thank you for having us, Chief. My pleasure. Come back anytime. We're heading back to the studio. Thanks, Chief. Thanks, Sarah. Got it. Cool running water should be used to treat a burn, not cold water. That's an important tip. And now a message from the FDNY Foundation. On behalf of the FDNY Foundation, we thank you for listening to the FDNY Smart Podcast. The foundation and its partners are helping to bring this outreach initiative into neighborhoods throughout the five boroughs and beyond. FDNY Smart is the department's educational platform designed for the community. Learn more about our free fire safety presentations, hands-only CPR classes, and other programs at fdnyfoundation.org smart. Now, back to the episode. Now it's that time you've all been waiting for. An exciting moment in our episodes. Do-do-do-do. It's now time for FDNY Smart Drill Period. Let's go do these drills. I love that, Chloe. Here at the FDNY, we are constantly drilling. We practice using scenarios in a controlled setting that are similar to emergencies we encounter in real life. 
Drilling makes sure that when we have a real emergency, we have a plan in place to tackle any problem. Just like if you want to be a great baseball player, gotta go to the batting cages. It's time for our FDNY Smart Drill period. Let's go. Earlier, Noe asked, what precautions can my family take to avoid burns in our home? In this drill, the Millers, our plucky FDNY smart family from Staten Island, helps us illustrate how, if you're not careful, bathrooms can also be a place where burn dangers lurk. Let's join Mr. Miller as he helps his family with their nightly routine. Chloe, cue the ominous music for this one. How's this? Mr. Miller is drawing a bath. He starts the water and allows the tub to fill. While the water is still running, he calls for one of his young children to hop right in. But without testing the water, he didn't realize that the water was extremely hot. Ouch! As our FDNY smart host Danny likes to say, that's not good at all. You're right, Chloe. And in fact, recent studies show that many homes have dangerously high water temperatures, especially in rental properties or larger apartment buildings where it's harder to regulate safe water temperatures. So what precautions could Mr. Miller have taken to avoid this mistake? Let's run this scenario again. Mr. Miller is drawing a bath. He starts the water and allows the tub to fill. But before this, in the interest of safety, Mr. Miller made sure his home's water heater was set to no higher than 120 degrees, or just below the medium setting, ensuring that when his family bathes, they would be less likely to be burned. And since actual water temperatures can vary from the heater thermostat, they always check the water temperature at the faucet and allow it to run for one to three minutes before using it. And before hopping into the tub or shower, the millers always test the water with an open hand or elbow, allowing them to bathe at a perfectly safe and comfortable temperature. Way to go, millers! Those millers are always helping us learn. And when it comes to burns, it's definitely important to take them seriously, whether it's a burn in the kitchen, bathroom, or from fire. As usual, you're absolutely right, Chloe. This is all important information. With millions of children and adults in New York City, the FDNY works hard every day to ensure our safety. And we all can help out. Everyone listening has the power to make your home as safe as it can be. You make a difference. Thank you for listening to our FDNY Smart Podcast. Thanks to our students from Brooklyn, Eric and Noe, and our student host, Chloe. Always a pleasure. Follow our fire and life safety mascots, Hot Dog and Siren, on social media, and check out our website at fdnysmart.org for more safety tips. I'm EMT Sarah McShane. Until next time, be safe. Take it from here, Chloe. The FDNY Smart Podcast is an initiative from the FDNY Foundation and its partners. To learn more and how you can support our educational efforts, go to fdnyfoundation.org smart. Remember, be FDNY smart.